0: Okay, Al. we have a weird one today. Have you heard this crazy intense story about the actress Kat Dennings? You know Kat Dennings. Two broke girls, Thor, Nick and Nora, her most popular role being my future wife. The story isn't really about her, it's about her current boyfriend i will be honest
1: i think about Cat dennings fairly often mm, as we do loved wandavision and love me some Cat dennings i also have never once thought about a boyfriend in association with her i did not
0: realize he existed well as it turns out this boyfriend is anything but ordinary he's a musician who is famous in the metal world because he writes almost exclusively songs about partying his name is andrew wk but there's a really bizarre rumor as there always is on internet urban legends. Now, a few years into his career, supposedly he was abducted and replaced by an actor who has been pretending to be Andrew WK ever since.
1: It sounds like the metal version of Avril, right? That's like the famous celebrity abduction replacement case. I like that we're getting obscure. I was not too familiar with
0: this one. This story has a little bit of everything. A seemingly haunted and hacked website, mysterious disappearances, and even the Illuminati. So, Eleanor, are you ready to party? <laughs> I am always ready to party, low. Welcome to Internet Urban Legends, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm Loie, your friendly neighborhood true believer who is ready to party today and probably steal this man's girlfriend. Sorry. Oh,
1: absolutely. I'm Eleanor. I'll fight you for her. I'm our stubborn <laughs> skeptic. I think today we're on a party bus, baby, right? <laughs> absolutely.
0: Together, we are the Gruesome Twosome, and this is Internet Urban Legends, where we dive deep into the darkest parts of the internet. We might find the answers we're looking for, or we might just scare ourselves into staying up all night.
1: But one thing is for sure, we're glad to have you guys along for the ride. Notice I said bus, not like pedal tavern party wagon. I want this covered.
0: I want it luxurious. Mm -hmm. Everybody hop on in. Yeah, the party bus is getting on the road. When I first started looking into Andrew W.K. and this entire story, I thought that maybe it was gonna be an interesting conspiracy theory about a celeb. Maybe a la Avril Lavigne, like you said, maybe a la Avril Lavigne died in 2006 and was replaced by a clone, you know? Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. it wound up being so much more sinister than this. From hacked websites to stolen identities to, like, a decade of secrets, the Andrew WK story is so much more bizarre than it sounds. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices The first thing you need to know is that outside of any theory, no matter what direction we head in, Andrew W.K. is, or was, a real person with a real birth certificate who really existed. He's a rock musician best known for songs about partying with titles such as Party Hard, Party Till You Puke, It's Time to Party, Long Live the Party, Party All Goddamn Night, (laughs) The power of partying, party mindset. The party never dies. An album called God is Partying, which has a song called Goddess Partying and The Devil's on Your Side. Why doesn't the devil get to party? You I don't know, that's know. so
1: unfair. I kind of like that it gets philosophical. He starts You're just like right. party hard, party till you puke, and then he's like, party goddess, party in my soul, <laughs> party mindset. Like,
0: okay, elevation,
1: I see you. But yeah, they're not all party anthems. But it was what Andrew WK was known for, at least mm-hmm. once he became a famous musician. But it was not always that way. Like we said, he's a real person, and he was born Andrew Wilkes Crier on May 9th, 1979 in Stanford, California. But he grew up in Ann Arbor, Michigan. He's a Michigan boy. Ever since he was a kid, this is crazy, Andrew loved music. He was kind of seemingly a bit of a prodigy. Yeah. When he was four, he started learning piano at the University of Michigan School of Music. So we have a little Elton John on our hands. What's going on? Four? That's really young. Are Four we missing a one here? Year? Four years old, tiny child. And in 1993, when he was 14, he joined his first band. Now, over the next five years, he kind of toured the Detroit-based punk and rock and heavy metal scene in a couple different bands. They had amazing names. The Pterodactyls, Ooh. incredible. How had no one taken that before? Lab Lobotomy, love oh. me some alliteration. Yes, and best of all, one called Music Band, which again, how was that not taken? That's actually amazing. I laughed out loud when I saw that. I was like, that's incredible. An inspiration to us all. Now in 1998, he moved from Michigan to New York City, where he worked as not only a bubblegum machine salesman, but an opera ticket salesman, a fashion photographer, and a milkshake maker for a Mexican restaurant. So truly living the New York
0: dream. Okay, you know what? I think if it was anyone by Andrew W.K., we would just be like, yeah, he was a salesman. He worked as a cook in a Mexican restaurant. But no, it has to be a Mm bubblegum machine salesman and a milkshake maker at a Mexican restaurant. He's quirky. (laughs) (laughs) He's not like the other boys. (laughs) Those definitely don't sound like real jobs that a real person has worked but you know we move that year he started recording new solo material under his full andrew wk name now one of his tapes reached alternative rock musician dave grohl we all know dave grohl who was incredibly impressed and even offered andrew wk a slot opening for his band foo fighters at a concert in san francisco which of course andrew accepted that's huge that's it massive.
1: Is. Like the Foo Fighters. A bit the of a sad Fighters. time to be talking about the Foo Fighters right now, unfortunately.
0: But yeah, the Foo Fighters.
1: Like this kid, our anti-hero Andrew, <laughs> was seriously getting some like mainstream recognition.
0: He was not a nobody. And as we find out, he does become famous. Yeah. I mean, by 2001, he was even signed to Island Records. And his debut album, I Get Wet, was released on November 13th, 2001. So cue his rise power montage. Andrew just blew up from here, playing slots on Ozzy Osbourne's OzFest, the Vans Warped Tour, selling hundreds of thousands of records and for the next few decades, making a massive name for himself. As the party rocking musician. Today he is engaged to my wife, which is kind of concerning, Kat Dunnings herself. Suspect. So everything along the way has been great. He won. Like he got famous, he made Mm -hmm. music, he was a prodigy from the age of four, and now he has a hot fiance. But listen, it wasn't always as smooth of sailing as we may have made it out to be. Back in 2005, allegedly, his website got hacked, revealing that Andrew is not a real person.
1: I love how it goes straight from, today he's engaged to Kat Dennings, he doesn't exist. It's like, what? I'm sure everybody who's listening is so confused by that fact. Also, why that fact would have... Any credibility. Somebody could hack my Twitter and say I don't exist, but nobody would believe it. Right. Okay. So backing up a little, we've established that Andrew W.K. exists, but he also might not. How did this conspiracy theory start? Where did this come from?
0: <laughs> We're like, Andrew was born, but he wasn't. He studied <laughs> piano, but was it all around? ruse? But was it? what? <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine, like, loving parents taking their child to the University School of Michigan (laughs) music or whatever it was, and they're like, you're doing great, sweetie. And then they, like, send him in and they unzip their human suits and inside it's just, like, AI (laughs) bots. So our story starts a few months before the website got hacked. On December 17th of 2004, Andrew was scheduled for a concert in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Now he went on stage, he started playing his party rockin' music and everything was fine until less than halfway through the set when Andrew WK suddenly left the stage and the rest of the show was canceled. So here's where it started to get a little bit weird. Audience members and security staff went online to claim that the person singing on stage wasn't actually Andrew W.K., but simply someone dressed like him. It was when somebody shouted at the stage, who are you, that Andrew looked panicked, left the stage, and never came back. No official reason was ever given for any of the confusion, and things went on normally for a while without comment until January of 2005. Now, within weeks of that new year, a full-throttle attack was launched against Andrew WK, in the form of his website being hacked on a daily basis. This poor man. Mm-hmm. This our poor
1: little prodigy. Can you imagine? Like, he probably was just having an off day, man. Maybe he was wearing a weird little fit. Imagine performing in front of your own fans. And
0: they're all like, you're a fake. <laughs> Do you think he had like imposter syndrome, and that's why he ran? Oh, oh my for god! Sure. For sure. How could you not? <gasps> because up until this
1: point, I mean, I guess we had the first notice, maybe the first. Do we even have the first message yet that Andrew WK is fake? No, 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 none no. Of this, has happened. this was there like has the been start. Zero inkling that like anybody. Oh my god! This poor man getting up on stage and being called a clone in front of, I guess, his greatest fans, that would be really startling. Also, I was looking up this case, right? And if Mm -hmm. you look up Andrew W.K. conspiracy and go on Google Images, you'll find like one singular image that seems to be passed around quite a bit. And it's three pictures of him before 2005 with a beard and I believe long hair and three pictures of him after 2005. And I think he had maybe cut his hair, but he didn't have a beard. So he obviously looked different, right? In one, he has a beard, and in one row, he doesn't. And they oh, were like, "Oh my god, Andrew WK was clearly replaced in 2005." And if you look at these six pictures and don't believe that, you aren't looking hard enough. And it's like the man cut his beard. Like, oh my god, that is seemingly the driving force of this conspiracy theory. But it gets weird. I mean, there's a it lot does. of weird stuff to this. It does, and it starts getting very sinister. There were threatening letters that started being posted to Andrew WK's website. And there were all these anonymous press releases being released, strange images popping up. And at first the strange letters were credited to Andrew. So he was taking credit for them, but they were super bizarre. They were very strange. They were written in all caps, lots of typos. For example, one again in all caps, but I won't shout for your ears sake. (laughs) What happened to me? Did they ever really happen in the first place? While going, love, Andrew W.K. So a little bit nonsensical. And they do become progressively more unhinged to the point that these letters start being credited to someone else. And this, I dare say, is potentially even our central character in the story. Mm -hmm. Steve Mike. Again, spelled in all caps and spelled... S-T-E-E-V. I'm taking away Andrew's visionary status to give it to Steve
0: because that's incredible. I love that. It's an incredible name. Now, just so I understand, like up until this point, it was Andrew writing the weird letters and saying, like, not like saying I'm doing this, but he was definitely like signing them as himself. And then suddenly they were signed by someone else.
1: And they were on his site. So I think it was just assumed that He was the one doing this. I don't know if anybody questioned that, except maybe the people who saw his doppelganger in concert. But eventually, these letters start to be signed by Steve, and Steve starts taking credit. And the messages also begin telling fans to go to other websites to discover more. Unfortunately, none of these websites exist anymore, but they all had strange names like WeWantFun.com, BlowYourBone.com, Extreme Violence. Com, spelled with two E's, just like Steve, of course. This reminded me of Penn Island. Don't search that <laughs> one. <laughs> Fair warning, but it kind of <laughs> sounds like one of those ARGs, right? Yeah. That's what I thought of. Like, go to these different websites. It sounds like the marketing for the new Matrix movie or something like that. Mm. So, for those of you who aren't familiar, Loewy, I'll let you explain ARGs.
0: Okay so (laughs) alternate reality games are basically a mode of storytelling or some kind of puzzle solving for a viewer or a listener or somebody in taking a form of media to solve and these games as you may refer to them as are set in a different universe so it's often things that are plausible probable even you know stuff that could happen but is not happening so it's like people kind of wondered like Is this a puzzle? Are we supposed to find out what happened to Andrew W.K.? And then when we solve it, are we going to get a new album or something? Like, I don't think people were thinking this was particularly sinister. Mm -hmm. They probably just thought it was really, really weird.
1: Right. I was going to ask, actually, if you knew I wasn't able to find this, what the general fan reaction was or if people participated. I imagine you're right on the money that people thought it was album promotion, right? Because that's, I mean, it's kind of standard now, but was it standard
0: then? It's so bizarre. So even though like it's hard to find response, I have to imagine people were just like, this is another bit. I mean, the guy doesn't seem all that serious just from what we've talked about already. So people now think at least that this was an attempt at an alternate reality game an ARG, some sort of storytelling that was canceled partway through. There's not a lot of evidence to support that theory though. And the story is about to get much much weirder. We have only dipped our toes in so far. Up next, we're gonna talk about those messages and why a lot of people do think they may actually have some truth to them. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices Sephora, we know how you love to use makeup, skincare, hair care, and fragrances that work for you, but also how important it is to be in the know about the ingredients that are in them, which is why we created Clean at Sephora. Curated products from brands like Merit, Amika, Summer Fridays, and Fleur that have everything you want, minus certain ingredients you might not. Clean at Sephora is only at Sephora. Shop now at Sephora.com. A number of messages began to appear on Andrew WK's website claiming that he's not a real person and somebody else wrote his music entirely. Strange pictures began to pop up in these updates ranging from Andrew WK covered in blood to a normal photo of Nicole Kidman for some reason. Just a photo of Nicole Kidman.
1: I wheezed when I read that. I was like, what? Why?
0: (laughs) Poor Nicole, dude. What's even weirder is almost all of the photos were followed up by messages in long numeric code. For example, in accordance, right after the Nicole Kidman photo came out, one short code said a series of numbers, including four, nine, 20, slash, eight five five six twenty slash, and so on. Now these numbers basically correlated with letters in the alphabet, which ended up spelling out dit, heeft, neats met, har, t and apologies to Dutch people absolutely everywhere because apparently these were Dutch words, which loosely translate to, this has nothing to do with her. And when I read this, I was like, who, Cat? Cat? let me free her. No, it's just Nicole. <laughs> I'm literally a knight in shining armor for my girl. Oh my I can't, I, God. I'm sorry, down bad. But apparently this was in accordance to Nicole Kidman. <laughs> they just posted a Nicole Kidman photo and then posted a message like, This has nothing to do with her. Like, what is going on?
1: Sir, what is this? That's my primary question. It's an
0: art project. (laughs) Okay, I like it. Picasso. Picasso. So, the last of the coded messages was released on the site AndrewKWSucks.com. Now, this one was also owned by Andrew WK. It turns out, because I was so confused by this, Andrew owned all websites with like different misspellings of his name, which like genius or anything that was like mean towards Mm -hmm. him. Like Andrew WK sucks or Andrew WK is bad or, you know. That's
1: hilarious. He owned all these different (laughs) websites,
0: like 30 plus websites all under his name. So this was one that he owned. And this coded message was like stupid long. So I'm not going to read all of it, but it ends with the words, I have no choice but to let the world know. That you are a backstabbing fraud. Shortly after this message was released, Andrew canceled all of his upcoming tour dates, as well as his new album recording. Now, This is where it got a little weird because if this was all a big like play up to like Andrew WK is dead, he's been replaced, He's this is my new era. If this was all like a Mm -hmm. mode of storytelling, why would it end in every bit of his album recording, his tour dates, all of that? Like, why would that be canceled? He's a flop. Nobody was paying attention. Mm. Seemingly, he was a flop and nobody oh. was paying attention.
1: Nobody was engaging in his little game. So he's like, world, you weren't good to me. You didn't care about Steve. You didn't care about Andrew WK. I'm canceling it all. I feel like you threw a tantrum because people weren't playing his ARG. Now
0: that's really interesting because after a few years, he went back to releasing albums and touring and the entire Steve Mike thing, the hacking, the threatening messages, Nicole Kidman, it was all just kind of ignored. And Andrew has remarked on it over the years but somehow has just made it more confusing as opposed to like trying to clear things up. Like always, always talking about it in the strangest ways possible and constantly contradicting himself. In 2005, he said, please don't believe Steve Mike. I used to call myself Steve Mike a long time ago and it's nothing now. Someone is trying to confuse you and make me look bad. But then over the next few years, Andrew would deny that he was ever Steve Mike and claimed him to be a harmful entity.
1: You know, if you are asked if you murdered someone five times, you only have to say yes once. The other four <laughs> times, you're like, actually, I didn't murder them. It's like sometimes the obvious answer of like the one time you seriously said, yes, I did is maybe the correct answer. Right. I feel like we all at least I feel very sure I know who our friend Steve Mike is. And that is our other bestie, Andrew W.K. They're one in the same. Right. Right. I think that's our first theory we have Mm -hmm. to go over, which is that Steve Mike is Andrew W.K. They're the same person that, as Andrew has admitted, he went by Steve Mike and no longer does. The first thing that pointed me in this direction was that they spell strangely, like Andrew seemingly intentionally used that strange spelling and like mixing up of letters. And obviously Steve spells his name that way. But there's also an online writer who's credited himself only as Ward, that found two different interviews in which, like you said, Andrew W.K. himself explained that he and Steve Mike mm-hmm. are the same person. He also found an older article from a British magazine called Dazed and Confused that had a full page photo of Andrew, but the article introduces him as Steve Mike. Guess the name of the article, Louie. It's Steve Mike. The article was titled, Steve Mike. What? They never mention Andrew W.K. Weird, right? Like what comes first? The chicken <laughs> or the egg, the Steve or the Andrew? We're seemingly
0: really not sure. So this was very clearly an alter ego of his. Like, I mean, he can say that like, right. I was never Steve Mike, but like if he's in press being introduced to Steve Mike, mm-hmm. very clearly he told someone a day's can confused that his name is Steve Mike.
1: Seemingly, it is, at least I believe, it is a failed like stage persona that he picked up for a little while and then dropped after it didn't
0: catch on. Now, theory number two, I think, is truly fascinating. The idea is that the real person in this situation is, in fact, named Steve Mike. That would make a lot of sense since he's introducing himself in the press as Steve Mike. Or, you know, of course, it could be a failed stage performance, but... It's also possible, I guess, like if we're to believe one of the many stories that Andrew has told, that someone named Steve Mike is separate from him and just hacked into different websites owned by Andrew WK, posted messages, codes, and pictures, like the letter found on AndrewWKsocks.com, in which Steve Mike talks about being betrayed. He points out that Andrew WK is stealing all the credit for what he, Steve Mike, created. My favorite theory, however, about Steve Mike is that Steve Mike is Dave Grohl. I love this. I love this so much. Okay, I
1: live. Tell me more. Now,
0: it's said that Dave Grohl at one point was to have bet with a friend that he could conduct an experiment to create the perfect rocker, the perfect rock star. And he had said this in interviews as well, like, you know, I want to create the perfect rock star. Now that rock star would have been andrew wk as a bit of a side note one of the other conspiracy theories about andrew is that the reason his appearance changed so much is because he was dave grohl with a shaved face and dave <laughs> got so sick of wearing a fake beard that he hired a new actor to take over dave grohl's beard back then was clearly not fake and wait this is
1: saying that dave grohl is the one who's Absolutely. wearing a fake beard. Like, the ah, isn't that incredible. just amazing?
0: Like, as we get further, it just gets more unhinged. And I like it even more. Like, the idea of Dave Grohl yes. getting dressed every single day and putting on his silly fake little beard and just being like, today I am. Tyra Banks standing <laughs> over his shoulders, taping it onto his face. It's Just terrible. It's just terrible. But of course, the most popular answer for Steve Mike, who he is, is that it's a corporation who created Andrew W.K. together. As a team. Okay, what does it mean to say that you're creating Andrew W.K.? This
1: man was born, Andrew W.K., and, like, was educated in music and seemingly was discovered by Dave Grohl, signed to, what was it, like, a record company and then created a music career. In what way was there, like, how did a corporation create him? Well, it
0: wasn't just any corporation. It wasn't just any entity. It was potentially the Illuminati themselves.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. I love it.
0: The theory about the Illuminati in particular states that Andrew's father is a fairly powerful lawyer with connections to different members of the Illuminati. Facts? None. Hotel, Tobago. <laughs> These members of the Illuminati, though, coincidentally, are some of the heaviest hitters in the entertainment industry. And as the theory goes, Andrew's dad used those connections to find a way to get his son, Andrew, to break into the mainstream. Yeah, okay. because the kid studying piano at four years old didn't have an ounce of talent. Like, very clearly, <laughs> just wouldn't have made it musically. Right. Right. I love how the Illuminati
1: is literally just nepotism. Like, they're just <laughs> one and the same.
0: Now, this gave the Illuminati the idea that the population could be controlled by the perfect rocker. And what would that perfect rocker talk about? Party till I die. Party till I die. The perfect rocker where? Influence where? I mean,
1: (laughs) he's much more famous than me or you. Right. But like, he's certainly not the most famous rock star. He's not the Illuminati perfect little
0: rockin' peach, right? So here's the thing the illuminati now according to this theory the illuminati in 2004 had a falling out with andrew who wanted to control his own destiny in this theory nobody knows what happened to the original andrew some say he retired while others say he was killed no matter what the outcome was the theory was that he was simply replaced by another actor claiming to be andrew wk i'm gonna be really honest here Mm -hmm. my deepest deepest hope is that Andrew WK or the actor who plays him or whoever the hell this man is, Steve Mike, that somebody is a fan of internet urban legends and (laughs) one Tuesday they refresh their Spotify, they get the notification and there it is. Can you imagine? We're talking about very contemporary
1: people. It's very funny. I don't believe the Illuminati theory.
0: Yeah, The Illuminati doesn't flop.
1: They don't flop. Well, you know, actually the pieces all fit together. If we're to believe that Andrew W.K. was real up until Mm -hmm. 2005. So he had a failed performance on stage where the audience was so unhappy that they essentially booed him off stage. He started posting these weird cryptic messages to his website and then all of a sudden in 2005 he cancels everything. He quote unquote cancels everything disappears and comes back later kind of as the perfect Illuminati based little rocker. He's not talking about the weird messages anymore. He's not addressing any of that. The theory that he has been replaced timeline wise does line up Mm -hmm. in every other way. It makes absolutely no sense. Yes, yes,
0: yes. Especially when you consider, of course, Andrew WK, Andrew Wilkes Cryer has a birth certificate. People have (laughs) met him. He is engaged to Kat Dunnings. But, you know, there's a possibility that he separated his personal self from his performance. People do that all the time. Do you remember the early days of Gaga when like, oh, yeah. she was such a character, like such mm-hmm. not Stephanie? She was this character, this entity like and I remember. Oh, my God. Do you remember the paparazzi performance? Was it where was it? I think it was the MTV Music Video Awards or whatever. Mm -hmm. and Gaga was killed on stage and I remember people like obviously she wasn't killed but like it was like this (laughs) thank you for the disclaimer (laughs) obviously she wasn't killed (laughs) she's alive and well she in fact continues (laughs) to thrive but like you know at that point I think like to her there was some big performance in that like killing Mm -hmm. her old self or killing even like the representation of herself at the time and all that stuff and I think that like artists do things like this and, and I'm not like calling it silly it's just like I think it's a way literally to cope with stardom, number one, to Mm. make their art in a way that doesn't feel so personal, maybe Mm -hmm. putting on a shield almost. And so that's like the biggest takeaway that I have is that, yes, Andrew is a real person, but I think that who he was in like the early 2000s was probably a lot of an act. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was kind
1: of of the era, like even Nicki Minaj had Roman. It reminds me of mm, Yeah. Marina and the Diamonds when yes. she killed Electra Heart. Uh, traumatizing. I loved that album. I wanted more Electra Heart, but she ended up killing her and she moved on to a new era with music. I think yeah. it is and was a very symbolic way to kind of end a stage. And seemingly mm-hmm. that is just what Andrew WK did, but without the grace or like proper marketing Mm -hmm. to make it work so instead of looking like a marketing move it looks like an internet urban legend we solved the case
0: we are so smart we so (laughs) smart One major thing here to consider, though, is that in a 2015 interview, Andrew W.K., Andrew himself, Andrew wilkes Cryer, the real man, the myth, the legend, he sat down with Larry King and he tried to clear up some of the rumors surrounding his early career. And by tried to clear up the rumors, I mean he somehow made this more confusing and convoluted than it ever was before. He told Larry King in this interview that claims of him being a replacement are based on some truth and said that actually the answer to that question doesn't really matter. So when Larry then asked him if he is a member of the Illuminati, Andrew said, I'm not a member of that organization formally. So he's saying he's not a member formally. I think
1: Andrew clearly is super self-aware about like mm. what he's most famous for and seemingly isn't bothered by the conspiracy theories. Like, I think, again, you're right on the money with him feeling like He killed his own stage self, his old persona. Maybe he does feel like he was replaced. Maybe mentally, he's in a different place now. Seemingly, potentially a healthier place, right? I don't think those messages on his website were super coherent whether that was deliberately done as a marketing move or like a sign of something personal so that makes sense and i kind of i would be way too afraid of claiming even an informal membership to the illuminati Mm -hmm. (laughs) however it's kind of funny that he's playing around with it
0: i think that we're walking away from this episode with one major key theory celebrities are weird but kat dennings is innocent
1: correct kat dennings could never lie and in all
0: seriousness, obviously wish her and her fiance the best. It is of all in course, jest. Of <laughs> course, of course, of course. Let us know all over social media what you're thinking of the episode today. Andrew WK was something that I don't think either of us had really known about prior to going into this episode, but after our research, walked away from just fully mesmerized. Is Andrew Steve Mike? Is Dave Grohl Steve Mike? Let us know all over social media with hashtag gruesome twosome. We would love to hear Hear from you thank you all so much for listening we are once again your hosts loey and eleanor also known as the gruesome twosome and we've left diving into the world of internet urban legends with all of you you can find all episodes of the podcast internet urban legends for free exclusively on spotify Don't forget to
1: follow the podcast so we can continue bringing you a new disturbing mystery each and every week. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DatSnitchery, and support our show by following at Parcast on Instagram and at Parcast Network on Twitter. Stay gruesome friends. Internet Urban Legends is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler from Parcast slash management and Ed Simpson, Fanny Baudry and Leah Sutherland from Wheelhouse DNA. Sound design by Ron Shapiro with associate sound design by Kevin McAlpine. It is produced by Jonathan Ratliff, Gemma Waters, John Cohen, Kristen Acevedo, and Lexi Kibben. Research
0: and script writing provided by Judd Bookout. And we're your hosts, Loie Lane and Eleanor Barnes. A.K.A. The Gruesome Twosome.